Welcome to another edition of Sports Therapy. On the phone here, we're going to... Let me answer a call real quick. Caller, can you hear me? Yep. All right. Well, hold on. Let me kill my music. All right. Who we got here? Ricardo. Ricardo. This is Ricardo from... um, North Dallas. North Dallas. Ricardo, you was on the show once before. Let me ask you this one question. Um, what say ye in the order of the NFL? Because, you know, we're in between. Season hadn't started. Got a lot of things going on. Got a lot of moves uh, being season, made. Season has started. Uh-oh. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, sir. Season has started officially two days ago. <laughs> okay. Share your knowledge with us, brother. Well, you know, New Orleans Saints have shifted draft picks and they have two first rounders this year. Uh and uh so we're gonna work, see how that work it work itself out. Hopefully uh uh they gun for a quarterback and a receiver. Uh that's what we badly need, those two positions. Uh and hopefully we uh we get around to selecting the right ones. Hey, Ricardo, you calling me on your cell phone? Can you uh, t- adjust your volume for me? Can you turn your volume up on your cell phone? I think it's all the way up. Okay. Right, can you hear me? Yes, I got you. And you were saying? Uh, hopefully, we get a quarterback and a wide receiver. Are y'all looking at anyone in particular? Um, we're looking at Malik Willis. We're looking at him, but he might be gone before we get a chance to pick him. Yeah, I was going uh, to tell you, everybody's looking at Malik Willis. <laughs> <laughs> we all looking at Malik Willis, brother. Yeah, well, you know, draft day is a little different now. Draft day, you know, when you're on the clock, it's a little different. It's a little different when you're on the clock. You know, you know there, there, there are some people. Some teams are trying to scout him. You know, trying to scare other teams away. Saying, "Oh well, he's not that good. He's not ready. He's not right. game day ready." Da 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 da. We get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. I mean, I mean, we get it. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, it might work because you know he's coming from Liberty University, very small school. Um. In and around South Carolina, uh, competition hasn't been that great. Uh, he's good, but nobody else is. Um, so they may have some trepidations. They may have some issues. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see how how that how that plays out. Um, so we'll see. I, got I wouldn't doubt. I, w- I wouldn't doubt that teams are trying to scare scare each other away from him. That that would not. That's not news to me. I mean, <laughs> I, know. I mean, this is. I mean, whoever gets him is going to be a lucky son of a gun. Uh, who who would you compare him to right now? When we talk about quarterbacks in the league, who who would you uh, compare him to? Uh, Kyler Murray. Um. Not speed wise, but just stature wise, I would compare him to Mike Vick if he was still in the league. I not speed wise, but stature wise. 
Okay. Um, you know, he's a talented brother. He got an arm. He can flip the rock, and it's not—it's effortless. Um, and it's impressive. Now, um, um, can he throw? Well, as they say in in the football world, can he can he throw through the windows? Can he can he throw receivers open? Because uh, you know. There's a lot of guys in the league. Hell, I know people who are not in the league got strong arms. Right. But the key is accuracy. Can he right. hit an open receiver? Can he throw him open? You know, can can he, he throw cannot, the deep out? He cannot, no, he cannot throw a receiver open. What he does is he throw through he throws through receivers. So <laughs> you, know. <laughs> I, you know, I want you to come back and circle back around and, and, and quantify on that, okay? He's got a very strong arm. Okay. Um, now, ball placement is a concern, especially on the deep ball. Uh, it's a concern. Uh, now, he's got a rocket arm. There's no question that. Um, but it's where where can he put the ball in a crowded, in a crowded field, in a crowded area, uh, when you need to zip it and get it to your receiver, and he's double covered, and right. But that's really the only place you can go. You know what I mean? So, can you uh, not only really throw him open, but can you throw to the point to where your receiver only is the only person with the opportunity to get it? Um, and so, you know, he can throw it a mile, right? But the accuracy is is just too concerning. Hell, Jeff George can throw it a mile, but you're damn right. You're damn right. But <laughs> Where is he now? Ball placement was was was, was, was an issue. Um, well, well, see, Jeff George reminds me of uh, the baseball pitcher that can throw over 100 miles per an hour. You know, everybody's gonna give you a chance, but can he throw strikes? You know what I'm saying? He's got a bit going on, but can he can he throw the strikes? And that's how uh, Jeff George used to. Be. Right. The broad side of the ball, right. Now, for any of the, the, the youngsters out there who may not uh, know who we're talking about in, in terms of Jeff George, uh, you know, he used to be uh, the quarterback. For, well, I guess you know he, he did the, the complete um, tour there. I know he started off with the, I believe, with the, the Falcons, and and I think he may have had a stop with the, the commanders, better known as the Redskins. Uh, but, you know, Coaches, owners fell in love with the big gun arm that that guy had, but as far as accuracy, that's something that uh, he just couldn't do. Right. It just lot, it left a lot to be desired, and and you know it's something that he's going to work on in mini camp, or something he's going to work on in rookie camp, or something he's going to work on in training camp, or something he's going to work on repeatedly throughout the season. So I don't really anticipate him starting. I really don't anticipate him, um, you know, being in the starting lineup. Uh, he's going to sit and he's going to learn. He's going to watch. He's going to learn. He's going to do what he needs to do to get better. Um, and I'd say maybe two or three years down the road, we have something. You know, uh, Ricardo, one of the reasons that I, I love talking to you because you always seem to have a what I call the state of the NFL as far as what's going on. You, know, you got your ear to the ground. So let me let me tell you a story. Now I grew up, you know, I grew up in Arkansas, and I always tell people I'm a country boy. So I remember years ago when I was probably, I think I was fifth or sixth grade. I grew up, and we had you know, my mom used to make us all go to church, 
And in our little church, they used to pass what was called the collection plate. And they would, you know, the ushers would come down and, you know, when, when they get to your role, the, the collection plate would, 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 would pass by you and you would put some money in the mach- in, in the collection plate and it goes to the next person. So one day, right. me and my best buddy, I don't know, man, but see, at our little church, it was like a, you could get everything there. I mean, you could get the good sermon to get the word. And plus, afterwards, when church would be over, somebody, would be, they would be selling candy at the church. So, so when the collection play would come along, uh, Ricardo, me and my buddy, we would, we would, what we would call thump the, thump the collection plate. So it would make a sound and then we would take 50 cents out of the collection plate. I, I, I'm going somewhere with this story. So one day <laughs> the preacher saw us. And so instead of calling us out and disciplining us, he had a sermon that was catered just for me and my buddy. And he said, can a man rob God? But he did it in, in, in his pastoral voice. Can a, can a brothers and sisters, can a man rob God? I'm here to tell you, can a man rob God? And what? I'm saying that to make this transition to my team, better known as the commanders. The commanders. Huh. I just heard, and I cannot believe this, that, uh, now you can jump in if you know the story that I'm getting ready to, to tell. It's something about little Danny Snyder. The word is, he has not been what they call rendering to unto Caesar. He has not. What is Caesar, right? <laughs> he has not been sharing all the revenue with all the, <laughs> the other owners, man. Hmm. Have you heard any of that story behind that? Yes. Um, and he's hiding. He's uh, hiding box box office receipts from um, from the league. Um, and that's very dangerous uh, because there's a trust factor. And when there's a trust factor, you can't break that circle of trust, especially when you when the owners are the league. The owners are the league. So when you're breaking that, that trust, um, do you really have a lead? Um, that's my two cents on it. I mean, if Daniel Snyder is, if he's doing that, then he's he'll have to sell his team. Well, by you saying that, because I know that there's a large portion of Redskin Commander Football Team Nation. We want to get rid of. We don't want to get rid of our team. We love our team, but we want to get rid of the owner. So everybody's saying, "Wait a minute! Here's the opportune time to get rid of to get rid of the owner," because if he's Keeping money and, and 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 robbing the other owners, wow, they can get rid of him, right? That sounds great. They, they could easily well, get rid of him. Well, they would have to have the vote of the owners. The owners would have to vote him out. Uh, they would have to um, agree that his team is up for sale. Um, that's very difficult to do. 
but if they all feel as though he is hurting the league more than he's helping the league, then more times than not, you'll probably see that sort of vote. Uh, you just can't make an owner sell his team without the consensus of the other owners. Oh, 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 I agree wholeheartedly. But here, here's here's my two cents. You know, when I when I started this show, I always said that this is not a show designed to be confrontational. It's always about letting someone either, you know, uh, rant about the team, rip a coach, rip a play, rip a referee. You, hell, you can rip the guy that's selling hot dogs and hot dogs dad or whatever. Or you can just right. kick some knowledge. So here's my two cents, and I'm kicking a little knowledge here. See, there's this old saying. Um, I believe that the owners cannot take any action against Danny Snyder because he knows where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if, for example, if the owners got together and, and they all had a wink and a nod agreement and says, well, you know what, that, that Colin Kaepernick guy, I, nah, he's not going to be in the league anymore. Now, right. if, Dan, if Danny knows that, hmm, right. he's got a problem. He's got problems, right? Or, right, problem. <laughs> yeah, or if if Danny he has would, in, he would he would have the knowledge that the all the owners have agreed to keep him out the league, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know what else he may have a little knowledge of? Well, the owners have decided that yeah, let's not hire too many African American. It's not good for the league, right? So my point of it is, you have to know what you're bringing in. As far as character, because let's let's be honest, most I'm not gonna say every every billionaire, but a lot of times, uh, you know, those guys made their their fortune, you know, scheming, right? <laughs> yes, you know, it's like okay, because so when 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 we get to that, and when we're talking about, uh, or should I say? I'm talking, man, I'm starting to sound a little bit like Jerry Jones. I remember Jerry say something about um, my mind's eye. In my mind's eye, i like, what the hell did Jerry say on that? But, but my point is, if you are the owners and you know that this guy knows some, some information or he has some information that, dep- that may be what be considered detrimental to all of us as a league because, you know, the motto is protect the shield. Protect the shield. Right. At, at, all at, at all costs. At all costs. Protect the shield. So I don't think there will be any forcing him out anytime soon. I, I just don't think. I, I, I think it's going to be nothing to see here. Move along. There's nothing to see here. And status quo is going to stay the status quo because there is a rumor. And this is just a rumor that. The information that got floated. You remember the, uh, the coach for the Raiders who um, had to step down? Yep. Now, there's rumor that little Danny was the person who kind of like provided that info to the press. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, uh, later Damn. on. Huh? Damn. <laughs> Now, see, the word damn does not qualify you to have to donate to the cussing job. 
because we do have the custard jar here. <laughs> but that's when you start dropping f bombs and things of that nature. But uh, but yeah, that's what uh, the rumor. The, yeah, that's the rumor. That uh, that that's who who, who uh, kind of blew the whistle on uh, my man making racial comments and saying all kind of crazy things about uh, D Smith. Right. So yes. So it goes back to what we're talking about. You know, if you know where where all the bodies are buried, it's a good thing to kind of keep that guy around. Would you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta protect. Sometimes you. you sort of... <laughs> sometimes what? Yeah, sometimes you gotta protect your own ass. <laughs> That's the state of the league. The state of the league. That is the state of the league. Well, Ricardo, thank you for calling, brother. And you know I enjoy talking to you. And uh, we'll see you next time on Sports Therapy with F.A. Junior, okay? All right.